You are listening to Tani Talks Parsha, the shir where we talk about the Parsha, or Parshiot in this case, of the week, with some practical lessons to keep. We are looking at Sefer Vayikra, we are looking at Tazria Mitzorah, coming towards the end of the Sefer, coming towards the conclusion of this book, of this Sefer, where we close off thinking about the Parshiot of the Mitzorah, of the Tzoras. Tzoras, of course, being the spiritual affliction, the spiritual malady that Hashem sends to someone for the big sin, for the great in a bad way, sin of Alash and Hara. Of course, some say there are other reasons why it comes, but usually the standard is Alash and Hara itself. It's fascinating to think that the definition that is often used for Tsaras is leprosy. But the commentators point out, and many people point out, rabbis and whatnot, that it's really not an accurate definition because leprosy is a physical malady, is a physical affliction, is a physical condition. A leper has certain aspects and certain qualities that happen to him, needs medical treatment, needs medical attention. But saras, again, is not a physical malady. It's not a physical condition. It's not a physical affliction. It is a spiritual affliction. It is a spiritual condition. It is a spiritual malady that needs the help of a spiritual doctor, the Kohen Gadol. It's not the... The doctor that you go to for a medical condition, it's not who you go to for medical advice or medical needs, it's the Kohen that you go to because it is a spiritual problem. Lashon Hara is something you did to cause harm to another person with your words, with your spirit, with your Ruach, with your Neshama, and you're harming the Neshama, the Ruach of someone else. That needs to be identified, that needs to be taken care of by a spiritual Result by spiritual response, the Kohen Gadol has to determine what's going on, has to see if there's hairs, if there's white hairs, if there's spots and whatnot. Sometimes it's on the garments, sometimes it's on the house. If it's really bad, then it becomes on the person if they didn't get the message yet. And Rashi and the commentators also point out that it would go on the houses, not to the detriment of the Jewish people, but actually to the help of the Jewish people, because if they would knock the Taras off of the house and they would bang it with a hammer or with a chisel, a lot of times they would find the hidden valuables that the nations left behind for for in their houses, jewels and, and precious stones and precious instruments and items of silver and different types that the Jewish people could then get and use and benefit from. So even in a time when it seems something is bad, which is a, a real element of our life, how we have to think as Rabbi Akiva teaches in the Talmud, Kol Avid Rachmana Avid Latova, everything that's done for us really is for our better aspect and, our, and for our betterment. And Nachamish Gamzu also points out Gamzu Latova, each thing that happens really for the best, and even in Sarah's scene in the house, it's really not to the detriment, really it's to help the person and to really work at bringing the person to a better solution. And oftentimes we would want afflictions, God forbid, we don't want afflictions, but we want it to be on a on a car, on a house, on a garment, rather than on ourselves. If we have to have something coming from Hashem, God forbid I'd rather get a stain on my shirt than have to stub my toe or injure my finger or injure some aspect. If Hashem determines for some reason that a, a tsara or a yisurin has to come, better be on a material possession, right? Than on my actual body, on my actual guf, on my actual self. 
Better it be on my possessions or my materials than God forbid on me or my wife or my kids or anything like that. Lo, Elena, we should never know from such things and we should never wish anything upon ourselves or anyone in our life or anyone in the world. So when it comes to, to, to Ras, it's really a spiritual condition. It's a spiritual malady. And of course, it comes from Lashon Hara. It comes from speaking ill, speaking bad about other people. The old adage that sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me is really not true. It's really a misnomer. Words are very damaging. Words are very detrimental. Words can break a person. Words can really destroy a person. And you can never take them back. It's the very famous analogy that a person was real, Baal Lashon Hara would really speak Lashon Hara time and time again and again. There's not just Lashon Hara, there's also Motsi Shemra, you know, making a bad reputation about someone, Rechila, spreading gossip and slander about a person, and Lashon Hara itself, evil speech, is the aspect as well. And there's also Avak, Rechil, Savak, Lashnar, stuff that seems like it's not so great, but maybe it's not as bad as Lashnar. It's just a little tidbit, just a little statement, just a little aspect. How bad could it be? But even Avak, Lashnar, and Avak, Rechilis, the Chavitz Chaim talks about in his wonderful Svaraman, Sefer Lashnar, Sefer Chavitz Chaim, he dedicated his life to working on helping people involved in work and better speech. There's like 17 Labim, 17 Losase, 17 not good things to do, things to avoid, not to do when involved in speech, which is more than so many Averos in the Torah. You know, there, there's don't kill, don't steal, and don't don't kidnap and things like that. Those are a major one in Aser Sadibros. But how many Losases are there? The Chavz Chaim points out that there are so many involved in Lashon Hara, like 17 or so. So Lashon Hara is a really bad thing to do. So this guy, he goes to the rabbi, this one who spoke Lashon Hara, Baal Lashon Hara, really bad speaker of Lashon Hara time and time and time again. And he says to the rabbi, what can I do? The rabbi says, go get a pillow. Bring it to the top of a hill, the top of a mountain, and unleash all the feathers in the stuffing of that pillow, and then come back to me. So the guy goes to the hill, the top of the mountain, he unleashes all the feathers from the pillow, and he feels very fulfilled. I did what the rabbi said, I must be able to solve this this terrible affair of Lush and Har that I've done. He goes back to the rabbi, and he says, no, rabbi, what do I do now? The rabbi says, go and collect all of those feathers that you let go into the world and bring them back to me. And he says, rabbi, that's impossible. I can't do that. I can't get them back. They're all gone. They flew away in the wind. They flew away in the world. And the rabbi says, exactly. That's the problem with Lashon Har. Once it leaves your mouth, once it leaves your speech, you can't do anything to take it back. You can't do anything to bring it back. It is such a bad things, such a bad affair, such a bad scene, such a bad crime, there's nothing you could do really to take it back. Of course, you could say, I'm sorry, and try to make amends, but the damage is done, the words are gone, the words really do hurt. And we know it's one of the reasons why the base of Mikdash, one of the Batei Mikdashim, were actually destroyed. Sinat Chinam. What was Sinat Chinam caused? From baseless hatred. Baseless hatred starts with rumors and gossip and baseless hate of baseless evil speech that just has no basis. It comes out of nowhere. Pun intended. And the Chavetz Chaim, I believe, and the sages explain the way to solve this. 
The way to fix this is to have baseless love, ahavas chinam, and lashon tov, speaking good of one another, speaking highly of other people, making it into motzi shem tov, getting a good reputation for other people, and instead of rechilas, you know, spreading tov, spreading good things about other people, talking good about other people. Because the commentators point out, the Talmud points out, in every generation that the base of Megdash is not rebuilt, it is as if it was destroyed again and again. It's as if our generation is liable for the causing of the destruction of the base of Megdash. And if one of the reasons for the destruction of one of the base of Megdashes was because of sin of Chinam, that means by definition... The problem is still extant. The problem is still around. If every generation, you're liable for destroying the base of Megdash, and then if the base of Megdash was destroyed because of sinas chinam, that means our generation is still guilty of sinas chinam, and we must fix it. We must do what we can. We have spiritual maladies, spiritual afflictions, spiritual conditions in our midst. We might not see the Lashon Haram coming on as Tsaras in our bodies or in our homes or in our cars, but we can definitely see the effects and we can see the damage, the gross to terrible damage that is done to families and couples and people out there because of Lashon Hara. And the solution is simple. It's the opposite. Do chesed. Have ahavad chinam for one another. Have Lashon Tov spoken about one another. Bring out the motzi shame Tov in one another. Be done the kavschus in one another. Look for the good in each person. Look for the good around you, the good in people. Do chesed for one another. Do mitzvahs for one another. And learn Torah for one another. Each and every day you should be able to look back and say, I did at least three chesed's today. I did three mitzvahs today. I spoke highly of other people. I spoke well to other people. And if people try to criticize you, try to talk down to you, the best way to respond is actually no response. Not talking back even though you want to because nothing gets accomplished by entering into wars with words and if you feel like you must response the best response is a soft response I believe Kohales or Mishli talks about how a soft response can can weaken a thousand blows or a similar adage to that. So as we think about Tazriyam at Sora and we come to these partios and we see these partios of the spiritual condition, the spiritual malady, the spiritual affliction, which could only be taken care of by a spiritual doctor, that of the Kohen himself, the Kohen Gadol himself. And they, this condition needs to be dealt with in a spiritual way. We ourselves have to work on ourselves in a spiritual way. Bring out that Ahavad Chinam in all ways you can with Motzi Shem Tov, with Lashon Tov and the and the opposite of Rachila spreading good things about people. And hopefully Maybe our generation will finally be Zelcha to be that generation that is worthy to see the rebuilding of the base of Migdash instead of the destruction of the base of Migdash time and time again. This is Tani Talks Parsha, where we talk about the Parsha or the Parshiot of the week with some practical lessons to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.